Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. We had so much fun doing Weird Tech Mark 1. We have brought out Weird Tech Mark 2, talking about some crazy top five weirdest tech I found on the internet. I went plunging into the depths and brought some great things for us to cover this episode. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Stay tuned for it. Martin does not know what I'm about to let him know about. What I'm about to educate him about the weird tech world. Are you ready? I'm never ready for these sort of episodes, but let's just dive right into it. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Tech item number five, the first one, is a bit of a one to warm this session up. They're warming gloves, basically. Um, they're, They're nothing too crazy, but... If you've ever wondered on these cold December nights that what you really need in your office is gloves which are USB powered and keep your keep your hands warm. Maximum heat is 127 degrees Fahrenheit. I I guess that's pretty warm. I'm a Celsius kind of guy to be honest. And uh, you know to keep your hands nice and toasty while you're typing up your quarterly report. Um, they're just you know USB powered, no software required, so you can plug it into pretty much anything that has a USB socket. And it costs how much? How much do you think this is worth, Martin? How much? How much of your money is this perfect product worth? <laughs> yeah. Um, how much would I pay for it? About five pound. Because honestly, I've never heard anything more ludicrous in my life than USB powered gloves. Well, for the fair sum of $22, this could be yours. As you could see my face then, it just went, <laughs> I'm not, $22, right, I'm sorry. For USB gloves? You could get normal gloves, like, so much cheaper out there, which do... But they don't heat your hands up in the same way, though, do they, Martin? Well, if, if, if your colleague's sitting next to you with the USB gloves, you're there with the gloves... You know, your fingers feel like they're going to fall off. You'd have wish you spent the extra $10 on some USB gloves, wouldn't you? No, no, because you can get those, like, um... I always forget the names of them, like, the technical word. It's like the small little pouches that you put your hands together and they start warming up. Oh, like the quick heat pads, yeah. Yeah, just put some of them in your glove. What is with these USB gloves? I'm sorry, Ben. Nah. This won't be going on my Christmas list. USB bloody gloves. Whatever next. Whatever next. At number four, if the USB gloves haven't taken your fancy for a Christmas gift, possibly, you know, to, to, to warm the souls of your friends, then maybe this is the thing you've been waiting for. It is called the Bone Phone, Martin. So what do you think the Bone Phone does? Okay. The Bone Phone. Um, I, I can only hope it involves your dog. I can only hope that. And maybe... I'm hoping it involves your dog. Like, <laughs> oh god. I've okay. Heard, I've heard... Yeah. I mean, like maybe it's a bone that maybe it sent out a signal for the dog to to come get its dinner or something. Please. Right. Please. I mean, I can see. I can see your logic. Okay. The bone phone, despite its name, 
isn't a phone at all, and, and it's not a thing anymore. This was around in 1979. This is a long, old tech item. Okay. It's not a phone, but it was a radio speaker meant to be worn around the neck like a scarf. The idea was to get sound to resonate, here's where the name comes from, through the wearer's bones, simulating the feeling of listening to a high-end audio system while on the go. So, Martin, uh, the auction is going. Uh, for the bone phone, what's your bid? want this at all why would i want this it's a it as it was marketed it is a less bulky alternative to headphones because you wear it around your neck no i I don't want it at all i'd rather have big chunky headphones and the bone phone imagine hang on imagine this in the pub right you're with your friends and they're like oh what's that cool gadget around your neck oh it's the bone phone they'll just look at you like are you mad who calls their product (laughs) the bone phone because it resonates in your bones know, to simulate the, the audio levels. Oh, that's so stupid. I'm sorry. Okay, what is the bidding at? What 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 is the uh, bid? Okay, so you wanted to buy this in 1979. This would have cost you $69.95. Oh, my God. That's not even... Is that with inflation? That's how... Um, I, that, that's how it was priced. I don't I don't know that far it's inflation. It's now, then. It must be. Oh, Probably. my God. Oh, my God. Right. They sold 10,000 units by 1981, at least according to an ad found in the issue of the Popular Science from that year. So, the bone phone. Maybe it's something that, uh, if you can find one on eBay, maybe there's still one around somewhere, you can get it uh, for your beloved friend. Or maybe just someone you're just not that keen on. If you get Uh, this for me, I I will not be happy then. Okay, well. sorry. I guess I'll have to change the present then. At number three is the Avagent Glyph. If I haven't said the name right, then I'm sorry, but you should have come up with an easier-to-say name. Never has the expression glued to the TV been as accurate as it is when wearing the Avagant Glyph, the headset which resembles a pair of chunky headphones that have fallen down over your eyes, quite literally beams images and video into your eyeballs. (laughs) Do you want to know how it does this? Go on, please. It uses mirrors to create a virtual screen that appears before you while wearing the virtual device, the effect of which the company says feels like wearing a 60-inch television from 10 feet away. I like how they use the term beams. (laughs) When was this product made? (laughs) This is not, not, I wouldn't say that that old. I mean, it's in the past couple of years. Uh, You know, when I think someone says, oh, the TV beams its images at you... I can only think of like the old 80s adverts or like um, mm, or maybe like yeah. the 50s maybe a bit later in fact when they said oh it used to beams images at you <laughs> I mean do you really want something to beam something towards your eyeballs that terrifying it does like it Buzz Lightyear's get a guy's laser at your eyes <laughs> that's what yeah. I can picture it does sound a bit Star Trek-y though you know like beam me up Scotty <laughs> I guess um you're pretty going to ask, am I going to buy it, Ben? Would I buy it? Would um, you buy it? Yeah, would you oh, Would you buy it? For any amount of money, would you buy it? It sounds like a project. That's like, when someone's sick of it, you'll find it on their car boot. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to this company, but it does sound like that a little. Um, would I buy it? It is a fairly big investment. Um, no, I wouldn't. I can only imagine the damage it could probably cause your eyes, having a screen that big in front of you. 
Well, I mean, um, it's 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 technically not that big, so it's only closing. It's only it's only the effect of a small screen. It's just the way it's magnified. Uh, I, I don't think I would want it. I, I think there's so much better things out there than just <laughs> just a VR system like that. Well, if you do honestly buy one for friend or family, you can get hold of the Avent GIF Glyph um, for seven hundred dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my wallet has just—it's just been crippled right there. It is—it's on—it's now on the floor in, in two in two pieces. It is that bad. All of the items so far have been made by companies that we have never really heard of, and it's not even worth talking about the companies because you wouldn't know who they are anyway. However, this next device is one created a while ago, admittedly, but by one of the most renowned tech companies in the world. Okay, yeah, they are Japanese, but still, I I kind of expected something different from this. And uh, this is the one I burst out laughing to earlier, Martin, in case you're wondering. Okay, okay I'm not going to say who it's by yet, but the device is called the Roly. Yes, it's called the Roly. And that's spelled R-O-L-L-Y. In the wake of the iPod's success, this said company decided that they wanted to make their own mark on digital music. Considering right. this is also a company that made a massive mark in digital music before this, um, with something called the Walkman. Yes, I am talking about oh Sony. God, Sony, yeah. So it did so with a Sony Roly. As I'm sure you can guess, this wasn't a very popular mark. It's a football-shaped two-gigabyte music player that fits in the palm of your hand and pumped out music. Are you ready for what it also does while it plays the music, Martin? What could you imagine it could do? rolls around I guess no it, it gyrates to the beat oh my god really <laughs> it gyrates to the beat yes it does and that's why I couldn't stop laughing earlier the just word, the, gy- it is the word <laughs> it is, how can someone on a product stage be, look serious for one moment while they go do you know the great thing about this and what makes this better than one of the best music players of all time, the iPod? Try, you know, this is this is what we have to come back with the iPod. It is something that that not only plays music but also gyrates in the palm of your hand. I'm sorry, but yeah, that, I can see why you laughed at that. I'm trying actually not to laugh too much. It, <laughs> <laughs> It cost £399 at launch and didn't even have a headphone jack. See, look, they were futuristic. They were definitely They saw saw what Apple were going to do, yeah. Exactly, didn't even have a headphone That's because all Rolly wanted to do was dance. Just press play or stream it via Bluetooth and the device spun out in all directions, shimmying and shaking while flashing about 700 colours in strobe-like tempos. I felt a little sorry actually then. It just said all the really wanted to do was dance and make people happy. I know, but really no one upsetting. loved him. It's like a, it's like, it's like a Pixar character, isn't it? You can imagine it being a Pixar character. You know what? I, I will buy this because clearly it needs to gyrate around and have. It's like a little Wally. It's like a little Wally. Almost like a little Wally. But, but in in, in the apocalypse, in the apocalypse, it will just be just all you'll see in the dis- in the distance is one little Rolly just like dancing in the background. Making it sound so sad. I don't like it. I know. I, I will buy you know, this one then. So it, it does have uh, 
it does have the means of knowing the kind of song and, uh, you know, sultry little numbers might have it swaying to a slow beat while raucous club hits will make it jump, jive and flail. I mean, I'm going to buy this. Just, just this one. Because I feel like it needs You can love. buy it. It is available on eBay um, for anyone still looking because it was it discontinued a long time ago by Sony. I wonder why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can get your hold on your own little roly. No. I'm going to take And take six. him home for Christmas. And then forget about that you have a roly after two months of it. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd be surprised if many people knew that the ceiling even existed. Because uh, I didn't, and I'm sure Martin didn't. So if you did know about this, and maybe you owned one, get in touch at Pixel Podcast. We really, really want to know because uh, we're very fascinated. Maybe you owned one. To top the list in final place... Are you ready for this one? I mean, this one's just a bit like a WTF moment. You really don't know why this exists, but it just does. Okay, hit me with it. Okay, so, Martin, you remember in the last list we did, we featured a um, a toaster. Yes, I remember this toaster well. What did that toaster do, Martin? I can't remember. I don't know why I said I remember it well. I don't remember. <laughs> well, yes, I'm, glad, I'm glad you remember it so well, Martin. Well... The most exciting thing to happen to toast since the Virgin Mary appeared on grilled cheese sandwich back in 2004. This novelty appliance can sear your mug onto a slice of rye bread for the grand total of $75, plus, of course, the cost of bread. Yes, it's called the selfie toaster. It's called the selfie toaster. That tells you all you need to know. It's not a connected device, so you're probably wondering how this is going to work. It's not connected in any way. You can't Bluetooth over your face. <laughs> Instead, you just have to slip in a custom... This is the level... If you want to do this, Martin, right? Okay, you ready? You're making notes. Okay, I've got my notepad around Okay, right to do this, bye, after bye. you buy it, after you buy it, you can't, like, zap over your face. You've got to slip in a custom laser-cut metal grilling plate, which is supplied by the manufacturer burnt impressions into the appliance before pushing down the lever oh my god so uh, yeah this is no, it's not digital it was this and, and this wasn't an old project this was out in 2014 so this is possible that it could have even been digital so this is why i wanted it to be a number one thing because not only is the idea just ridiculous Bizarre. but even the execution of it is just ludicrous. You've got to put some sort of metal laser-cut grilling plate into the toaster. And can I just say something? Everything in my body, at the thought of putting something metal into a toaster, is just going absolutely berserk right now. I'm having a bit of a mental breakdown here. Because, you know, as we know, as kids growing up, you don't put metal things in toasters. Ben found out the hard way. I did. I still haven't been able to get my hair still in any way. Chance. I don't want to go down. Yeah. Yeah, so basically if you want to send it, you have to you have to send them the photo, they make the plate, and then you put the plate in your toaster. Who's who's desperate enough to want their face? Who is so taken with their own face and so obsessed with themselves? Okay, don't answer that because I already know who is. Is it me? I mean, maybe, but I actually wasn't <laughs> thinking you, Martin, for once. Oh thanks. Um, I could, I could imagine, I could imagine the new president of the United States doing this. To be honest, the Trump he'll, toast. The, the Trump toast. Yeah, it trumps all other toast. Boom. It does. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, it's such a long-winded process of. It is. 
You've got to be dedicated face. to the cause to do this. It's it's toast with your face on or nothing. There, um, bloody hell. Sorry. Well, what a strange one. That was definitely the worst out of the bunch. That is something that's not even going to stick with me at all. <laughs> I think all we can end this session this top five items which we hope you have enjoyed very much I'm, I'm sure you've enjoyed it very much Martin uh, some interesting things there absolutely you gave me a, a penny for my thoughts of what I'm going to buy people for Christmas exactly I mean if you've been struggling now you know Christmas is coming up you started to need to buy stuff hopefully we've given you some really serious ideas I think there's some really good stuff in here and uh, you know maybe in all seriousness if you buy your best friend this this toaster maybe your relationship with that friend might just be toast pixel podcast is brought to you by abrupt audio for more information on this and other podcasts visit abruptaudio.com don't forget you can listen to us on the go on itunes stitcher or spotify if you've enjoyed this episode please take a moment to drop us some feedback via itunes and with that we thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode adios amigos Yeah, I mean, we got we got to face the facts that that could be. I can just imagine the right, case. Like, let's just say I bought you this, and I'd actually have the toaster have already my face um, metal plate with it. I just imagine waking up in the morning, and you could just see my face on your piece of toast. Your Wouldn't your face rising. Pardon. Your face rising up. <laughs> just like <laughs> every, every morning, so you'd be like, you know what. And people could go, oh, who's that face? You're like, that, that, that's my co-worker for Pixel Podcast. And then people would be like, whoa, what's Pixel Podcast? Great plug-in, Ben. That's what I'm saying. You get a great plug going. I'm going to be honest, I don't think that's how it's going to end up. But uh, yeah, I think we've been recording for long enough on this session. So this is probably a time that we'll bring it to a close.